Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? We'll get started here in just a minute. We're going to give you all a little bit of time to get on and get ready. And uh, we're going to show a little quick two and a half minute video here. You'll like it. At least I will. Joe, Gavin, Simple Lease Options. Oh my God, you guys killed it on that course. I just want to say that for myself. Joe McCall and Gavin Penn, their five seller day challenge best thing I've done. He's just super honest and genuine. You can tell it really resonated with me. I just feel like it can create a true win-win for everyone. The support that Joe and Gavin provided was incredible and I learned a ton. I would even do this challenge again. Anyone's watching this outside of Joe and his staff, if you're contemplating on doing this challenge, just do it. You get your money back. I just want to thank uh, Joe and Gavin for putting this offer. It really made a big difference in uh, my activity. Thank you, Joe, for the information, for all the accessibility and the knowledge that you share in Simple Lease Options. Taking Joe's course has really opened my eyes to the creative ways. If you're looking for a program that's going to give you things to do to create a deal in your life, the Joe McCall is the real deal. These guys have been the most patient mentors and teachers I've ever seen. Their personal on-call support is outstanding. Very eye-opening and really helped a lot when we've run into various challenges as we're learning. Joe made it really <laughs> balanced with uh, how to use money to the best, how to use your time the wisest, how to outsource what you can. Yes. With Joe and Gavin, it was the perfect motivation that I needed to start using the many tools that I've been gathering over the years. I would definitely recommend the program if you haven't even looked into it. Definitely do it. Hey, Joe, thank you. Five Seller Day Business Completion Challenge was great. Hey, Joe, glad to say I got multiple properties on the move right now because of your training and your system. So you've done a great job. Having this challenge just really made me have to go and do it and finish it. And wow, I've got some great tools to implement. If you complete the business challenge, uh, Joe at the time that I started was offering your money back in order to be able to do that. And so I'm really thankful for Joe for, for creating this. Thank you to Joe McCall. I took a couple of his courses and I have learned so much. In a matter of a few months, I think he downloaded into my head about 10 years worth of material and it's awesome. The five day, five dollars a day challenge is changed my life. A big shout out to Joe and the five sellers per day training. It was an awesome value add. It kind of put me in a position where I had to make more offers than I had previously been making. Hey, we're back. We're back. Holy. What's up, guys? This is day two of the uh, one offer challenge. Our goal is to help you make one offer. That's it, right? To overcome your fears, your obstacles, the objections, the things going on in your head, and just make simple offers. Not that hard. It's actually really, really easy. And so this is um, day two. We're going to get into it. You got a lot to cover. Just want to make sure you guys are all here. If you can, please type in the Facebook or YouTube. Right now, type in, hello, how are you? Gavin or Dana, if you can, if you go to the uh, Facebook group, will you post this video or post as an announcement, pin it to the feature? Um, yeah. Nice, man. I'm so excited about this. This is going to be amazing. So type in the comments right now. So tell us you're here. Let us know you can hear us and see us. We'd appreciate it. 
We're going to share the mind map here. We're going to be, we got a lot to cover. Um, we're going to cover lease option offers and owner financing offers. If you missed the last session we did yesterday, it, it is day two is hat day. That's right, Brandon. <laughs> uh, yesterday we talked about cash offers and those are the most common. Um, those are the most common types of offers that you'll probably make. And they're also the simplest. It's really easy. You just have one thing to negotiate the price, right? So we talked a lot about cash offers. We did a lot of role play. We weren't actually even planning to do role playing, but I, the feedback was really good. People liked it. Who who liked the role play that we did yesterday? And would you want us to do more? Yeah. Would, would you like us to do more? Type yes, more role plays or no, no role plays. <laughs> Let us know what you think. All right. And um, so I think it would be good if we did some role plays about on uh, like creative financing deals and lease options. Like how do you talk to a seller to see if they might be interested at all in some kind of creative financing deal. Um, and we're also going to, man, I got a lot to cover. Okay. So uh, I want to share my mind map here and I'm going to have a few announcements to talk about while I'm sharing this and it all makes sense. Boom. Here we go. So you guys, yeah, I'm getting the comments. They like the role plays, Gavin. I think we should do it again. What do you say? Absolutely. It's the best way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you want the VIP access, you need to go to offerchallengevip.com. Okay. Offerchallengevip.com because you're especially going to want it today. Super important. You're going to especially want it today because we're going to be giving you a lot of spreadsheets and worksheets and you're going to get access to the software, the Automated Offer Pro software. So in the mind map today, I've got a lot of stuff in there and we've got a lot to cover. So we're going to have to hustle. You can get this mind map as part of the VIP membership. It's only 47 bucks. And in this, you're going to see why you want it. Now, we we took it down uh, yet last night. I forgot to talk about, I forgot to tell you though, that, hey, we are going to be removing this VIP access at midnight. So I forgot. We're extending it. We're opening it up. Again, um, I'm not sure when we'll shut it down, but it, it will be shut down soon. And in this mind map, again, I want to make this really clear because you're going to want this, just 47 bucks. You're going to want the, you know what I just thought of? What's that? Let's include the recordings to this, these two days in the mind map. I've just decided to do that. Oh, get the recordings of these two days. Mm-hmm. All right. Money. There you go. Listen, I just decided that there's no other way to get the recordings because we are removing them from the Facebook group on, I don't know, probably Sunday or Monday night. All right. But you get lifetime access to the recordings of these two videos. You get this mind map in the mind map. I'm going to give you spreadsheets, evaluation worksheets, calculators, software, scripts, all that stuff. It's going to be in the mind map. You're also going to get the automated offer pro software. And we're going to do an extra coaching call on Friday. Tomorrow, what time again, Gavin? 4 p.m. Eastern. Yes. 3 a 3 p.m. Central. Central. So 4 p.m. Eastern on Friday. I'm looking at my calendar. Yes. 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow, Friday. We're doing an extra coaching call and we are going to be answering any and all of your questions. We'll be on that call until literally every single one of your questions are answered. All right. Hey, we want to give away some prizes too. We are going to give away two prizes today, right, Gavin? And only we're going to give away one tomorrow. Uh, one of how do you win the prize? We talked about this, and so we still you still have time to win one more prize. Okay, um, you win by posting in our main Facebook group a picture of your offer. Which, by the way, reminds me um, to participate in this prize, you need to register at theofferchallenge.com. 
It's completely free, but you put in your name and email in there and it's going to redirect you to the Facebook group where this main thing is being held. And at, so you got to go to theofferchallenge.com, put in your email in there. You'll be sent to the Facebook group. In the Facebook group, if you post a picture of yourself holding an offer, either on a piece of paper or on a computer screen, we want to see a picture of your pretty face with a, with a pretty offer on it. And we, you'll be entered into a prize to win either a free accountability group coaching program, a free coaching call, or a free simple lease options course. All right. And we do have some people that we're going to pick to win. So we're going to, let's do this, Gavin. Let's today give away a free coaching call with either you or me and a free simple lease options course. And then tomorrow we're going to pick somebody to get into the accountability thing that we're doing um, for free. Yeah. We'll do that tomorrow. Is that cool? Yeah. And just to let everyone know as well, like if you have already paid and we pick you, we will just refund you if you win. So you don't have to wait to see if you're going to win. Okay. Yes. Yes, that's a good point. Okay, so we've got two winners. I'm going to put them here in the banner. And hold on here. Ready? Hold on, hold on. Drum roll. Drum roll. Sarah and Lisa Rush. What's up? Yes. Sarah and Lisa. Um, Sarah, you're going to win the free coaching call with either myself or Gavin. And Lisa, you're going to win uh, my Simple Lease Options course for free. I sell it for $2,500 on my website. Uh, you're going to get it for free. So uh, our team will reach out to you. Dana is hanging out with us tonight. So everybody say hi to Dana. And everybody say congratulations to Sarah and Lisa. All right, Sarah, you get the free coaching call. Just contact our team. Dana will reach out to you, send you an email or something or message you in Facebook about how to schedule that. You can choose to hang out with either me or Gavin. And um, Lisa, you're going to win the Simple Lease Options course for free. And listen, if you already have the course, Lisa, um, you can schedule a free coaching call with either me or Gavin. Not a big deal. All right, everybody say congratulations, Sarah and Lisa. They went into our Facebook group and posted a picture of them making an offer. And I think somebody, who was it, Gavin? Was it uh, Sarah sent her first offer ever and she used the Automated Offer Pro software. That's awesome. And Lisa, which is so cool, guess what she did? She made two, three offers? Three offers. She made three offers? Yes. (laughs) And she's the first one, I believe, to post as well. Let's go, Lisa. Yeah. Oh, Smokies. Holly, what what was what did we use last time on our challenge? Hot banana pants? Yeah. Holy hot banana pants. (laughs) Holy hot banana pants. Sarah made her first offer ever using automated offer pro software, which is awesome. Congratulations, Sarah. So she must be a VIP member. And Lisa sent three offers. I love it. Guess who's going to be doing more deals than you all who didn't make any offers? Sarah and Lisa will. All right. That is exciting. We got comments coming in like crazy. Really awesome. So we're going to have, we have one more prize that we're going to give again. Um, We're going to be talking about this next year in just a second real quick, but we're giving away one more prize of the accountability, four-week accountability group thing that we're doing. And uh, we're going to be announcing that winner tomorrow. And... um, Remember, again, to get that, you have to go to, I'm going to my banners here. You have to register at theofferchallenge.com. If you go to theofferchallenge.com, you post a picture of you making an offer in the Facebook group. We have a Facebook group called The Offer Challenge. Post it in there and you'll be entered in to win into the drawing. All right, guys, you're just one offer away from changing your life forever. That's why we're doing this. You're one offer away. And again, if you want the VIP stuff, go to offerchallengevip.com and get the mind map which has a ton of new links today. The It's all the spreadsheets and, and scripts. You get the recordings of these two calls because we're removing them from the Facebook group later uh, on this, this weekend. You get a special coaching call tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern. Did I forget something? 
Oh, and you get the automated offer pro software included. It's just yeah. 47 bucks. And we're taking this down soon. I'm not sure. You, I got to talk to my team, but uh, maybe this weekend we're going to be taking this down, offerchallengevip.com. All right. We've got one more thing for you here to talk about that's really important. And I'm typing and creating a new banner right now. I want to share this with you real quick. We're going to talk about it real quick, and then we're going to dive into a little bit more detail later on. But we've got a special offer, and we are going to knock $100 off today only. And we have a challenge for you guys. If you go to 15offers.com, you can sign up right now. But here's the cool thing. We are doing a four-week challenge where we're going to challenge you to make 15 offers a week. That's three offers a day. If you do that for four weeks, all right? If you do that, we're going to give you your $400 back. Now, it's this class that we're doing. It's one week of a class that teaches marketing and how to make offers. Um, we want you just focusing on steps one and two. Forget about steps seven and eight because we'll partner with you on the deal if you want. All right. You don't have to, but if you want. Um, we're going to be doing four weeks of accountability calls. So on Mondays and Thursdays, we're going to have accountability calls. And we're just you just got to report on your numbers. You're going to turn in a scorecard. And we're going to be talking about deals. All right. Um, there is a new bonus we just added. You're going to get two tickets to our next two-day deal fast track boot camp. We start working on December 25th to 7th, and we have a coupon code. This $100 off coupon code expires tonight as we're recording this Thursday night at midnight, and the coupon code is December. So it's $400 today only. Now, if you're watching this later and you sign up, it's still $500, which is a crazy, ridiculous, valuable offer. And we are going to give you your entire investment back, whether it's $400 or $500. We're going to give you your entire investment back if you make 15 offers a week and submit your scorecard each week, okay? You get all your money back. We have, um, I've done over $146,000 in refunds. And if you go to 15offers.com and you go to the bottom of this page, if you don't believe me, I, I, I just, this is one of my favorite things I love doing. I love giving people their money back who do the work. Well, yeah. You're thinking, why on earth would you do that? One simple reason. Well, four simple reasons. Number one, we look at it as an investment in our most valuable assets. You are customers, right? And if you are happy, if you are, my screen just went blank there, it's back. Okay. Um, if you're happy with what you're learning from us, you might buy something else from us in the future. You might sign up for coaching or whatever. And we love these testimonials because they inspire people to push them over the edge, to take some steps, to take the next, next step and um, make something happen with their lives. The other big reason is some of these guys bring us deals and we will buy their deals or we'll partner on their deals. So it's a win, win, win for all the way, every, all the way around. And I love getting video testimonials and pictures like this of people holding checks. So you're going to be next, okay? You're going to be next. It's $500 today. There's a $100 discount. So it's only $400 today. If you have to go to 15offers.com, coupon code is December. Coupon code December to get $100 off, all right? Yeah. Anything you want to say about that, Gavin? And if, yeah, if you guys, if you signed up yesterday, you'll get that credited. Yes. So don't freak out. Okay. So if you did pay you last night and you joined us, we're going to credit you that. So you haven't lost out. So don't, don't worry about that. But it is going to go, like I said, this is going to be kind of what people need. We've, we've put it on this time of year to make sure we hit January head on. Okay. We need to be coming out of the blocks in January, taking massive action by making offers. So we're going to be teaching you some more today. But if you want help, accountability, coaching calls, accountability calls throughout that week, plus some training and guidance, this is going to be for you. And if you make 15 offers a week, we're going to refund you anyway. Um, we have to, you've got to have skin in the game. Just like when we started, I did seven and a half thousand dollars. Okay. We still spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on education a year. 
whether it be masterminds and different things. So you're always educating yourself. The first investment you make is in yourself. And this one here, if you do the work, you're going to get 100% of it back. I'm telling you, accountability is so important. And it's going to help you get you over the edge to start doing deals. We see it all the time when we hold our students and clients accountable to a simple scorecard, they start doing deals. So again, what you're going to get, we want you to focus on steps one and two. Don't worry about steps three through eight. We'll partner with you on the deal if you get it under contract, all right? You can also use our money if you need the money. Um, you can use this as a reference, kind of, depending on <laughs> if you're if it's, uh, if it's a good offer. But, but we're going to teach you how to make good offers, right? And uh, it's going to be four weeks. We're going to have coaching calls on Monday and Thursday that Gavin and I are splitting. We're doing both of those. And um, it's accountability calls. Just so great. Show us your numbers. How many offers did you make? Do you have any questions, any deals that you're working on? And that's it. So these will, you know, they may be short coaching call. They may be long, but we are going to be talking about deals. We're not going to be answering 100 million questions. We are going to be talking about deals. There's going to be a private Facebook group that you can mastermind and network in. We're going to have a weekly scorecard that you um, turn in every week. We have two free bonus tickets to our next two-day deal fast track boot camp. We start in a, about 10 days right after Christmas. This $100 off coupon expires tonight at midnight. Um, it's, the coupon code is December. So it's 400 bucks. And we're going to give you the entire investment back if you make 15 offers a week. So that's three offers a day. Um, really cool. We've given over $146,000 in refunds on offers similar to this. So go to 15offers.com and check it out. Don't forget the coupon code is December. December. All right. Any questions as we are going through this, Dana or Gavin? What times yeah. are the calls on Mondays and Thursdays? They um, are... Noon Eastern. Gavin always knows these things. How does he know? <laughs> yeah. 12 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. 12 p.m. Eastern. Cool. I'm going to chat with Sam Joe uh, as well, because I think we've got a course or two we're going to put in this, Cold Calling 101, into this offer as That's well right. for people. And I don't know if there's one other one we're missing. I need to check. I forgot about that. Um, free Cold Calling 101 course. Now, the cool thing about this course is Gavin and I don't like cold calling. Do you think we do any cold calling ourselves? No, what we do is we hire VAs to do our cold calling for us. So this is a course Gavin and I created on how to find, hire, and train virtual assistants five bucks an hour to do your cold calling for you. Really incredibly valuable. We'll show you how to train them. We'll give you the videos you can give to the VAs to do the training so they can learn how to do it. We show you how to get the lists, who to call, what to say. It's yeah. really, really good. Yeah. All right. Um, now, last time we talked about cash offers. Today, we're going to be talking about lease options. Are we good to go? Let me move this banner out. Um, any questions, guys, that you have as we go through this, please um, type in type in the box. I'm going to make my screen a little bigger. Type in the chat. Yeah. Also, guys, so when someone's asking if you can't be on every call in, in January, they are recorded. Yes. Okay. And also live on the Facebook group. So you can watch them later on that day. So you aren't going to be missing anything. Yeah. You might have a deal you're working on. So send it to us and we'll talk about it on the call. Yeah. Lease options. Love, love, love lease options. Now, what types of homes do we do lease options? Remember, we talked about cash offers. Typically, we're looking at on cash offers, on uh, making cash offers on homes that need a lot of work. They need a lot of updating. They're kind of maybe on the cheaper end, not necessarily, but not. they're usually not on the high-end homes, high-priced, expensive homes. They're usually on the lower-priced homes, like median price, median home price and below. Lease options are typically nicer homes, nicer neighborhoods. Um, so we are looking at only nice homes, nice neighborhoods, median price range. So for like example, in St. Louis, Missouri, probably hundred to $400,000, okay? Nothing real cheap, nothing real expensive. I might even say 
hundred to five hundred thousand. Good school districts, right? I'm telling you, anytime somebody has a hard time selling a lease option property or finding a tenant buyer, it's because usually it's not in a good school district or it's overpriced. You want to do this where people want to live and you can do it from anywhere in the country. You can do it from anywhere in the world, but you can do this in anywhere in the country. So the great thing about lease options is they work in expensive, competitive, difficult markets like California and Washington and New York and even Texas. Um, You can do lease options in Texas, okay? Uh, You can't do sandwich lease options. Actually, you can do sandwich lease options, but only for six months. You can do lease option assignments or wholesaling lease options all day long, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. So this is why I love the strategy. You can do nice homes in nice areas. You don't have to go out and get a mortgage. You don't have to um, borrow any money. You, it's ownership. No, no, sorry. It's control without ownership. Control without ownership. Now, let's talk about wholesaling lease options. I removed you, Gavin. You can come back. There you go. Oh, nope, there he is. <laughs> All right, you're muted, Gavin. Now, Sorry about that. Uh, what do you do wholesaling lease option deals? It's when you want fast cash. We'll talk about, um, this is why I started wholesaling lease options. I was doing a lot of traditional wholesaling and I was struggling, sending out a lot of marketing. I couldn't go see the houses. I got tired of trying to negotiate these houses at 50, 60 cents on the dollar. And it was, I just didn't like it. So I was attracted to lease options because I can offer the sellers whatever price they want. I didn't have to negotiate anything, right? I just said, hey, listen, can I lease your property for a little bit and then buy the house later? Hey, Sarah, good good question there. This is not, not okay, not a big deal, Sarah. Wherever there's laws that pass, um, in Cincinnati, Ohio, there are certain areas where they are implementing rules about how much option deposit you can require up front on lease options. Not a big deal. You can do land contracts if you want, but it's not a big deal. Um, all right. So you can do lease options when you want fast cash. You do lease options, uh, wholesaling lease option deals, typically when the deal has no equity and no cash flow. It isn't a deal. Um, you can do this when it's not a deal you want to stay in the middle of. And maybe you're not doing, maybe you're not comfortable doing a sandwich lease option on a home in a virtual market. So some of you guys, you know, you're new maybe and you're like, man, I don't want to do a sandwich lease option and stay in the middle on a home that is in a virtual market uh, 5,000 miles away. You just want to be, you just want to flip it and be done with it. Well, that's fine too. Awesome. Now, what is a WLO deal? This is real simple. This is what a, a wholesaling lease option is. You find a motivated seller who wants to sell their house, but can't and doesn't want to be a landlord. All right. Yeah, you can only do deals with motivated sellers. You lease the property from the seller with the option to buy it in the future. Your option price and the rent are typically close to full market value. You have no intention of staying in the middle of the deal. And the seller knows this, okay? And once you get the seller to sign your lease option deal, you market the property like a sandwich lease option where you're staying in the middle, all right? Then this agreement you are using with the seller is a non-exclusive agreement. I still let the seller market the home on their own. You don't want to tie up the property and take it off the market. I let the seller market the home themselves, right? And when you find a good tenant buyer who has a realistic chance of getting a mortgage in one or two years, you're going to assign your contracts to the tenant buyer for an assignment fee, typically three to 5% or five to 10 grand or sometimes more. Now, somebody was talking about Cincinnati. Let's say Cincinnati has this rule that you can't charge more than one and a half times the rent for an option deposit. Then don't do lease options in Cincinnati, right? Do it in one of the suburbs. Do it in a county next door to Cincinnati. You have the entire United States in your backyard where you can do these deals. So don't think that you have to do lease option deals in your backyard. And many times it doesn't matter. Even if I was doing a lease option deal in my backyard, I would still not go see the house. I would do everything virtually. All right. Yeah. Super important to understand. And if, it, and if whatever market you're in has difficult rules, then don't do them there. 
So yeah. you are done and you're out of the deal. You're not responsible for any mortgage payments or paying any rent during this time that you're advertising the house. Because I'm not taking it off the market. I'm not tying it up. The seller can still market the home on their own. I have a lease option contract with them. And like a traditional wholesaling deal, instead of assigning your contract to a cash buyer or to an investor, I'm just assigning the contract to a tenant buyer Tenant buyer for an assignment fee. So you typically do these deals on properties that do not have a ton of equity or cash flow. If they do have equity or cash flow, then you want to do a sandwich lease option. We'll talk about that next. So any questions about that? What do you think, Gavin? I don't think that's good. I don't see any. I know a few people are asking about the coupon code, guys. I just put that in there, okay? December is the coupon code. Um, so what's the option? There's usually four terms that you negotiate on a lease option deal. The option price, the rent, the terms, and the option consideration, all right? So these are terms with the seller. And I have a spreadsheet that show how the numbers work, and we'll talk about that next. So the option price is whatever the seller wants. I can give literally whatever price the seller wants. If the house is worth two hundred today and they want three hundred thousand for the house, I probably wouldn't do that deal, but I still could, and I would make the option period twenty years, fifteen years, right? Yeah. So that's a beautiful thing. You control this pro- these properties without owning them, and the rent is typically the market rent. So if a house rents for a thousand bucks, I'm going to pay the seller a thousand bucks. And I'm going to give them usually a one to two year agreement. I usually set the option price for whatever the the value of the home is today. If the seller were to sell it today, I'm going to give them that price as an option price for one or two years. And I only put down $10 to $100 on these deals. The seller knows I'm not going to stay in the middle. I'm going to find a good tenant buyer that has a realistic chance of getting a mortgage in one or two years. And I'm going to sell my contract to that tenant buyer. And then I'm going to be done and out of the deal. It's going to be between the seller and the tenant buyer. All right. Done lots and lots and lots of these deals. Now, here's how the numbers work. If you have VIP access, you get the spreadsheet. This is one of about three or four spreadsheets that I'm going to show you tonight. Um, So let's say on this example here, this is A to B. This is my contract with the seller. And this is my contract with the tenant buyer. So B is me, the investor. I'm staying in the middle temporarily. And um, this is the um, contract with the seller. Does that make sense? All right. I'm seeing questions asking, how do I get this mind map? Uh, it's it's the same mind map. If you had the VIP access, you have this. All right. So let's say the value of this house today is worth about 420, 415. And let's say the market rents about 2,600. So I'm going to give the seller a contract to lease option the property where I'm the tenant buyer. And it's going to, I'm going to give them an option price for 415,000, $2,600 a month in rent, two years, $100 down. And I'm not going to ask for any seller concessions or rent credits or closing costs. Make sense? Now, I'm going to turn around and advertise this house for an extra. What's the difference here? I'm going to bump the price up $12,000, which is about 3%. So I'm going to bump it up about, what did I do here? 4000 to 4, Oh, and I also 4, bumped it up rent credits. Okay, let me let me get to this number here in a second. I'm going to still advertise it for 2600 and two years. I'm going to require 3% down from the tenant buyer. I'm going to get twelve grand up front. And I'm also going to give them $100 a month rent credits for 24 months if they pay their rent on time. Now, really, they're not rent credits. They kind of are, but we just like to call them seller concessions that go to closing costs or reduce the price of the home. So I'm going to bump the price of the house up by about $14,400. So if you look at the formula here, this formula is this sell, the price I'm giving to the seller, plus the option deposit, plus the seller concessions. Make sense? So I advertise the price. I advertise the property as a lease option. Two years, $429,000, $2,600 a month in rent, $12,000 down, and $100 a month rent credit for 24 months. 
Simple. So let me show you how this works right down here. So when the seller and the tenant buyer close in a couple of years, if I'm done and out of the deal, the sale price on this new contract is going to be $429,400. And the seller is going to credit the tenant buyer $2,400. They're also going to credit the tenant buyer the option deposit money they put down up front. And so the final sale price is going to be $415. And guess what? That's the same number I gave the seller at the very, very beginning. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Seller concessions, Brandon, are not principal payments. They just reduce the price of the home. That's all they do. Or they go towards closing costs. The details of that stuff, I let the mortgage broker that the tenant buyer is working with figure that out. All right? Super simple. That's it. I'm just selling my contract. Let us know in the comments, guys. Put makes sense. It yes, makes, it sense. makes sense. Put it in the comments. Nice. Okay. Now, I have in here, in FreedomSoft, I'm just going to show you real quick. This is one of the example deals we looked at yesterday. And uh, in FreedomSoft, I made this a deal type lease option. You scroll down here. And by the way, one of the cool things that I like to do with FreedomSoft is we put this address, the address of this home that we were looking at yesterday. Remember this house? Yeah. I put it in here and I clicked on find owner and I clicked on this button and it filled out the owner's information right here. So I scroll down and it now gives me two document generator things here. Um, it gives me a document generator lease option proposal and one for short offer forms. I'm just going to show you this real quick. Um, let's say on this house that we're looking at right here, this is my contract with the seller. All right. So the option price was $415. i am going to put that right here, $415. And then the rent was $2,600, right? I'm going to put that right here, $2,600. Term is 24 months. The date that it begins is the 27th and it ends on, let's say, 2023. Maintenance limit is usually 500 bucks. Option consideration, I'll put $100 down. Not doing any rent credits with this seller. My offer expires, you know, uh, on Christmas Eve. I am a realtor and licensed agent in the state of Missouri. Something like that, okay? Then you go back up here, you save lead. Ooh, don't convert. All right. And then you change document. You, can, you create a document. And I have here, this is my short offer form, I call it. It's called a short offer form. And this is a one-page agreement that I send to the seller, which is my main offer. Now, this is only the initial contract. So if you don't have FreedomSoft, go ahead and screenshot this. This is just my initial contract with the seller. Now, when I find a tenant buyer, I can't go into all these details. I cover this in my course. Um, I, I create new contracts for the tenant buyer for later on, a separate lease and a separate option agreement. This is just my initial contract with the seller. Seller's name goes there, the property address, the term is $2,600 a month, 24 months, maintenance $500 per agreement per uh, thing. I'm giving them an option to buy it for $415. If you want, you can add comma in there. My option consideration. So it has the lease here and the option there. I'm not doing any rent credits yet. This offer expires here. And notice this. This offer is contingent upon physical, physical inspection of the property and the subsequent completion of a more formal and signed residential lease with option to purchase agreement. So this contract is contingent on what? really finding a tenant buyer, but the way I phrase it is it's contingent on an inspection of the property and the subsequent completion of a more formal signed lease with option agreement. Make sense? And then this says here, this agreement is non-exclusive and can be canceled at either time, anytime by either party. Now, this once we sign the subsequent and formal and signed residential lease with option agreement, that can't be canceled anytime by either party. Only this one. So this is where the part where it doesn't tie up the property. Okay. And then this agreement is assignable with written consent by the seller lamp. And that's, that's another document we have called a seller assignment, assignment agreement. Yeah. And this is just disclosure that says, yes, you are a realtor or not, but you do not represent the landlord. 
Okay. Yeah. Also, and you may have said this, I just want to reiterate that the rental and the option are two separate agreements. So they're not going to be on the same document as well. Yeah. Again, because that question always comes up every single time. Yeah. This first one page contract is just the initial contract with the seller. It's just one page. That's it. If and when I find another tenant buyer, then I do a separate lease and a separate option agreement for the higher price. Mm -hmm. And then this is what gets assigned to the tenant buyer. And then I'm done and out of the deal. That is a wholesaling lease option deal. Super simple. I just want to say as well, guys, if, you know, we have obviously different trainings on these uh, strategies, like don't think if you're new to lease options that you're just going to pick it up and then you're going to know everything from this, right? Uh, Everyone's at different stages on offers that they're making. So our goal is to teach you how to make an offer for that strategy. And obviously we want to answer your questions, but sometimes we can't teach you the whole strategy in this session. It's just, it's just impossible. So Brandon's asking a good question. How do you, where, what, how does the investor make his money on the deal? I'm keeping this 12 grand as my assignment fee. That's why I'm bumping the price up from 415 to 429. And I'm also bumping it up for seller concessions or rent credits by 2400. So at the end of the day, the seller still walks away with that 415 that I originally offered to them in my initial A to B contract. But I make my money from this assignment fee right here. But the seller still credits that tenant buyer that money back. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the mind map. Here we go. Now, let's talk about a sandwich lease option. When would you want to do a sandwich lease option deal? When you want cash flow. And who doesn't like cash flow? (laughs) Um, This is when you want to do long-term wealth building. If you just did one sandwich lease option deal a month, one sandwich lease option deal a month, um, depending on the numbers, it's very, very flexible and variable. But you could have over $10,000 a month in cash flow and over a million dollars in equity and profits in four to five years, just doing one lease option deal a month. And you could actually do it less than that. It all depends on the price of the home. Um, It's also when you do it is when you want to make more money than just a quick assignment. So like in a wholesaling lease option, you might make five to 10 grand, maybe more. But in a sandwich lease option deal, there are three profit centers, cash now, cash flow, and cash later. Cash now is the money that you make in your pocket from the tenant buyer who moves in. So I might offer the seller a $1,000 option deposit and I'm going to collect $10,000 option deposit from the tenant buyer. So what's my cash now? Nine grand. Now that can go into Hip Pocket National Bank. Yes, I have to credit the seller or the tenant buyer that money back if and when they buy the home, but that's not any, that's not money you have to keep in an escrow account or something like that. Cash flow, what is that? That's the difference between what I'm collecting in rent from my tenant buyer and what I'm paying in rent to the seller. So if I'm renting it from the seller for $1,500 a month and I'm renting it to the tenant buyer for $2,000 a month, what's my cash flow? $500 a month. And cash later is the difference between what? It's the difference between what I'm buying it for from the seller and what I'm selling it to the tenant buyer for. So let's say the house is worth $200,000 today. I'm going to buy it for $180,000 from the seller and I'm going to sell it for $220,000 to the tenant buyer. What's my cash later profit? Forty grand. Sell it for two twenty. Buy it for one eighty. We'll do a double close. Couple three, four, five years from now. Yep. Right. The money is in the spread. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> right now, let's look at minimum criteria. Don't ever compromise on your minimum criteria on a lease option deal. You got to write down your minimum criteria, and this is true for any type of deal you're doing. If yep. you're buying cash flow rental, buy and hold real estate, you know you're doing the burst strategy. You're doing rehabbing, uh, fix and flip, like ne- wholesaling. 
lease options, owner, all of it. You need to have your minimum criteria written down and you must never compromise on them. Why? Because you make your profit when you buy. If you think you make your profit when you sell, you're going to be in for a world of hurt. You might be doing fine the last seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, but it's not going to be white hot like this market is forever. It's going to cool down eventually and you're going to be caught with your pants down at your ankles if you think you make your profit when you sell. That was an unpleasant picture, wasn't it, Gavin? No, but it was what was needed to, to get them to think. Oh my gosh. Ask no. me how I know. Yeah. I lost a lot of homes when the market crashed to foreclosure and short sales because I bought it with the expectation of future appreciation, right? I thought, look back at the last 50 years, real estate never goes down, but guess what? It does and it will, yeah. which is normal, right? So all you make your profit when you buy. Now on this criteria that I'm going to be talking about, um, there's different things you can negotiate like the equity, the cash flow, the term, option consideration, et cetera. Sometimes you can give on one criteria, but make sure you get on another. So what I mean by that is the great thing about lease options is when you are negotiating with a seller, you can negotiate three or four or five different things. You can negotiate the price, the rent, the term, the down payment, rent credits, who fixes what. Like You can negotiate more things. You have more levers. So if a seller is stuck on their price, then give them their price. But then you get something else like a lower rent or a longer term or rent credits. I have a student who did a sandwich lease option deal on a, on a fixer upper, a house that needed a lot of work in a small town, Alabama. And the seller, for whatever reason, was stuck on their price. I don't remember the numbers. Let's say it was worth 200 grand. All these wholesalers were coming and offering the seller 150, 125 or whatever. The seller said no to all of them. Well, guess what Marty did? She said, hey, Mr. Seller, I will give you your price of 200,000. And this house needed 30, 40 grand in work. I'll give you the price that you want if you let me keep 100% of the rent, no, she said this, I'll give you the price that you want of 900, uh, of 200,000 and I'll give you 900 a month in rent, which is what she knew she could rent it out for. But this was the big, big but. I want 100% of the rent for the first two years. And then the next three years, you can have 50% of the rent. So guess what her cash flow was the first two years? $900 a month. She kept all of that rent. She didn't have any mortgage payments, no payments that she had to pay to that seller at all for two years, she kept 100% of their rent. I, this must have been a free and clear house. Then the next, so what is that? Uh, nine times, 900 times 12, $10,800 in the first year, $20,000 in cash flow for two years. I mean, that's better than a punch in the gut. That's pretty good. Then the next three years, she's getting $450 a month in cash flow. Okay, cool. But hey, Joe, the property needs a bunch of work. Is she gonna have to fix it up? No. She put a sign in the yard, handyman special, phone number, rent to own, handyman special, phone number. And guess what? She told me literally, as she was putting the sign in the yard, somebody stopped and said, hey, I'm an electrical, this guy was an electrical contractor. He's very handy and he couldn't get a mortgage right now, but he, he could in a couple of years. And uh, he said, I'll do all the work. So she gave him, she, she did a lease option with him. And uh, um, I'm not sure the exact price that she sold it to him for, um, a little bit more, 210, but that tenant buyer was doing all of the work. They had to do all of the work and paid 900 a month. And um, yeah, do you see how easy it is? I think that tenant buyer only put down a few thousand bucks, 3,000 for $5,000. Um, so Marty got to keep that. And she's staying in the middle. She's making 900 a month cash flow for the first two years, $450 a month in cash flow. Her total profit on this deal, when it's done, will be over $54,000. $54,000. She did have, Did she have to get a mortgage? No. Did she take over the loan, get owner financing? No. Did she borrow any private money? 
No. Did the owner pull her credit and ask her about her experience and how many lease option deals? Did the owner ask her for her website and for references? No. She just made an offer. She found out what the seller wanted. The seller wanted his price. He didn't care about the monthly payments. He wanted somebody in the house. He wanted somebody to fix it up. And he wanted to sell it for $200,000, period. That was it. Marty said, okay, I can do that. Maybe, I don't know if that'll work, but what if I could lease your house for five years and then buy it? And I'll get and I'll get somebody in there to fix it up. All right, so again, we're looking for sandwich lease options. We like median home price. We want at least 15% equity. So what does that mean? 15% equity. So that basically means we take the as-is value times 85%. So just round numbers, let's say a house is worth $100,000 fixed up, but it needs $25,000 in repairs. What's the as-is value of that house? 100 minus 25. The as-is value is $75,000. So we want at least 15% equity of the as-is value. So to do that, you take the as-is value times 85%. Make sense? Minimum cash flow on sandwich lease option deals. Rule of thumb, we got to have this written down. I want to make at least 300 a month or 25% of the rent for cash flow. Yeah. Term, minimum five years. Option consideration, I usually do one month's rent that I pay the seller. That's what I typically do. Minimum total profit, you know, 30 grand. That can vary depending on where you're doing lease option deals. We did a little lease option deal in a town of 400 people in Omaha, Nebraska. It was a 980 square foot two bedroom house. Okay. This was a town in nowhere, Nebraska, 400 people in that little town, a two bedroom, 900 square foot house. We're getting $320 a month in cash flow on that thing. And when it's all said and done, um, our cash, our cash flow up front, our cash now was $4,000. Our cash flow is $320 a month. And our cash later is only like 10 or 12 grand. Total profit on this deal was about $27,000, I think. Small town, Nebraska. And we actually had a tenant buyer on that house before we even finished signing the contract with the seller. The seller couldn't sell it. They were actually going to jail. The, the father was, he was going to jail in like one or two weeks. And the mother and their kids were moving to go live with the parents or the in-laws. And he couldn't manage a rental property while he's in jail. And he didn't want to give that to his wife to worry about. They just bought the house a couple of years earlier. It was a really unfortunate accident. The reason why this guy went to jail, it's really tragic. But um he he deserves going to jail. But let me just say this, that lease option, of course, it wasn't the best alternative. It wasn't the best option for him. Best option for him would have been to sell it, but he couldn't. He didn't have enough time. And he tried selling it with a realtor. The realtor said, well, you're going to have to fix all of this stuff up, <clears throat> which was going to cost him, you know, five, 10 grand, which he didn't have. And we're going to list it and you're going to pay after commissions and all of that. He would have walked away with nothing. He probably would have had to go to closing with money and he <clears throat> couldn't rent it. How's he going to manage it? So a lease option, perfect for him. There's sellers like that everywhere. Maybe they aren't going to jail, but they're sellers for whatever reason. They want to sell their house right now, but they can't for the price that they need to. Even though the market's going up and you think it's white hot, all you need to do is stick a sign in the yard. You're going to get multiple offers and sell it in a day. If that was true, why are there still hundreds of homes on the market right now past 60 days in your town? Go to Redfin, look it up yourself. You're going to find hundreds of homes that have been on the market over 60, 90 days. If the market is red, white, hot, why are there still homes on the market, still homes for sale? I have a good friend, went through a divorce a couple years ago, right after he built a brand new house, okay? Guess what? He doesn't want to live in this huge house. His wife doesn't want to live in it. That's a perfect lease option candidate. How much equity is in that house? None. If he was going to sell it, he'd have to pay an agent commissions and all that. He would lose money. So who's too handsome for jail? Steve (laughs) Hall. Steve Hall? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> that's yeah you don't want to go to jail if you're handsome i guess um now here's the cool thing too if the seller owes too much and we're going to start seeing this again soon you can maybe give them an option price whatever the loan balance is going to be in 10 years as long as there's cash flow um pace more be a good friend of mine who teaches subject to um he has a saying oh i just forgot it uh, um it doesn't matter if the house has any equity in it or not. All that matters is cash flow, something like that. But it rhymes, and I totally butchered it. But like all that matters is cash flow. So I can do a sandwich lease option for 10, 20, 30 years. Doesn't matter. Okay. Um, and you can set it to where the option price will be, whatever the loan balance will be in 10, 20 years. You make your profits when you buy, not when you sell. Type that in the comments right now, please. I want to make sure you guys are awake, number one. And when you type things in the comments, it you know tells YouTube and Facebook, hey, there's people watching this. Let's let other people know about it. And mm -hmm. it puts it up there. So type that in the comments, please. I want to make sure you understand this because this applies to whatever different type of deal you're doing. Doesn't matter if it's lease options or owner financing or cash or whole, you know, rehabbing. You make your profits when you buy, not when you sell. And don't let anybody tell you different. Tell yeah. you're going to get into a world of hurt. You're going to be caught with your ankles. Uh, you're going to be caught with your banana pants around your ankles. The uh, I just want to say as well, guys, I know in the comments, I know a few people saying your head's spinning. No, I get it. Uh, and, and we are going to be underwriting deals, actually making offers. We're just trying to give you a background of, of how to actually understand these deals, okay? Yeah. Um, and we when we get into like role plays and looking at deals, I can explain um, the positioning of when to use these offers and how they come into play. And we're going to build into that. So, you know, bear with us, stick with us because we are heading in that direction. Okay. I think this worksheet's going to help make things a little simpler to understand too. This is a worksheet of how, uh, um, uh, let me I get the right one here. Oh yeah. Okay. So I have, I'm not going to fill these out, but here are two worksheets that you can take a screenshot of, or um, if you're a VIP, you get this. I told you you want to be VIP. What's the link to get a VIP, guys? Uh, Offer Challenge VIP, and you're going to get these worksheets and spreadsheets that I give you. Okay? And, and and Joe, the VIP members are going to get the two, the, the uh, coaching call tomorrow, yes. right? So it's definitely worth it for the recordings and all the documents for the money. So again, that's not a sales thing. It doesn't even matter. Okay. Um, but you definitely want to get it. And then here's the other thing. And we're, we're always good with this, Joe. Um, you were, you were saying, um, at the start about the refund checks that goes for this. If you come in VIP and you don't want it, like it, we can refund it as well. It's, it's really not a big deal. Yeah. Okay. When we do a workshop or when I teach this class, I go through the spreadsheet, this worksheet, and it really helps simplify things. You know, you just fill it out. What's the uh, the house? How do you determine the ARV? Just what we did yesterday. You take the average of the different estimates. You figure out repairs, which is, you know, five, 10, 20, $30 a square foot times square foot. Your as-is value is your ARV, your after-repair value minus repairs. Changes what we did yesterday. Take so that's your as-is value, all right? Market rents, you can do rent-a-meter, Zillow, PropStream market rents, and get an average of what you feel like the market rent is. Now, your A to B offer to the seller is going to be as-is value times 85%. And I have a spreadsheet here. I'll show you in a minute what you can do it in the spreadsheet. The rent is rent times 75%. A, B is what? The offer between you and the seller. Term? You want at least three to five years, all right? Now, that's for a sandwich lease option offer. For a wholesaling lease option offer, it's real simple. The option price is whatever the as-is value is or whatever the seller is advertising it for, whatever the market rent is, and at least a couple years. That's it. Now, there's I keep on forgetting to add these two things. There's one, something else you want to add here called uh, option consideration. Um, so for a sandwich lease option, I usually do one month's rent. And on a wholesaling lease option, 
I might give the seller a hundred bucks. All right. Then here's the evaluation worksheet. This is one thing I like to fill out with our students when we're teaching this stuff. Again, take a screenshot of this if you want. This is where you kind of evaluate the property. You give the address, the as-is value, balance, average appreciation, asking price, all this stuff, okay? And here is your deal with the seller. The purchase price with the seller, the number of years, the monthly payment, option consideration, right? Now, this is where you're going to figure what price you're going to sell it to the tenant buyer for. And if you're getting 3% appreciation a year, just being average conservative, the value of the house is going to go up every year, right? So you can see what the value of the house is going to be at the end of year one, the end of year two, the end of year three, et cetera. So what you want to typically do is, let's say you have, and I'll show you again an example in a spreadsheet here in just a minute, but um, if you're buying it for 180 from the seller, you're going to sell it to the tenant buyer, whatever it's going to be worth on year three, okay? This is where you track the deal with the tenant buyer, your purchase price, the tenant buyer's purchase price, the term, usually one to three years, monthly payment and option consideration, which is usually three to 5%. And this is where you calculate your profit. You put your purchase price with the tenant buyer, your purchase price with the seller. Which one's higher? The purchase price with the seller is higher, right? The difference between those two is your profit. That's your cash later. And then your cash flow is the difference between what you're collecting from the tenant buyer and what you're paying the seller. So that could be a minimum of what? 300 a month. And that's your profit, okay? All right, now let's look at a spreadsheet, which I think is going to help explain this to y'all. I think the good thing is as well, guys, for, especially for you in VIP, I'd highly recommend you going back over this and pausing the screen, okay? Or using that pause button. You know, we tease that sometimes in our training. So you can actually go along and go through this um, and, and, and uh, at a slower pace, okay? Just looking at the comments here. Our goal in this class wasn't to teach you how to do a lease option from beginning to end. We're just teaching you how to make offers. So this example spreadsheet here, you know, we did the same thing the other day. We find the ARV. So we find the average of all of these. The average is 175 in this example. So the ARV is 175. This is this house is going to need about 10 grand in repairs. So the as-is value is the difference, 165. Can you guys see that? And the market rent is about 1400 a month. I'm going to zoom in a little bit here, right? Now, the minimum criteria, we talked about that. So minimum equity is 15%. So our minimum equity is what? The as-is value times 15%. So we want at least 24 grand in equity. The minimum cash flow is 25%. So that's 25% times 1400 a month in rent. All right, so watch this. Our A to B offer is right here, and our B to C offer is right here. So I could say offer for advertising. So we're going to give the seller, the house is worth today as is 165. We're going to give the seller an option price to buy it for 140. Understand? That's the difference of 165 minus 24,750. We're going to pay the seller 1050 a month in rent. What's the market rents? 1400. We're going to pay 1050. And we're going to put down one month's option consideration. One month's rent is option consideration. We're going to do five years. Those are the terms with me and the seller. This is a sandwich lease option where I'm staying in the middle. Now, what we're going to do, we're going to advertise it. I'm going to zoom out a little bit. I have to, so you see all these numbers. We're going to advertise the property for 173. We're charging just a simple 5% premium, the way I did it in this example. So do you see here, we're buying it for 140 and we're selling it for 173. I like them apples. We're going to rent it for 1400. We're going to pay 1050 a month. We're going to collect 50, we're going to collect 3% or $5,198 from the tenant buyer. And we're going to pay the seller 1400. So we keep the difference. We're going to do two years with the tenant buyer. We have five years with the seller, but we're going to do two years with the seller. All right. Do you understand that? That's pretty simple. I'm pretty sure you should be able to understand this. Now, what's the profit? Well, the cash flow is what? 
8400 bucks for the for 2 years our back end is 3300 and i'm also figuring miscellaneous costs of 3% that i don't know just unknown contingencies whatever our total profit on this deal is going to be $36,000 those are really really good numbers okay? yep <clears throat> um I'm not going to go through this here, but uh, this is something that when I'm talking to a seller, I say, listen, I could get you the same equity that you would get if you sold with a realtor. And I use this in the course, but um, sometimes you're talking to the seller and you need to show them, you know, you're going to have to, you're going to have miscellaneous costs, like the discount between your, from your original list price. You're going to have to realtor commissions and closing costs and repairs to get it ready to sell and seller concessions and carrying costs and miscellaneous inspections. So really at the end of the day, seller, you're going to walk away with 16% less than what you originally listed it for. And so you can show them if you list it for 175, you're going to have 27,000 in selling expenses, which means your net's going to be 147 and you owe 140. So your true net equity is only $7,500. And we're going to talk about this in subject two, but this is how you can tell the seller, especially in subject two, is we don't talk about price. We talk about equity. And I tell the seller, I'll get you the same equity that you'd get if you sell it with a realtor. And we'll cover that here in a minute in the um, subject two part of it. All right. So if you have questions, come on, join the VIP because we will answer all of your questions on our coaching call tomorrow. And if you can't make the coaching call tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, um, you can submit the question in, in advance and we'll answer it there. Yeah. Again, we talked about this a little bit. I'm going to talk about it again. These are five things you can negotiate in every lease option deal. The option price, the monthly payments, the term, the option consideration, and rent credits. If the seller, you know, the seller can't have all three or all five. You, if the seller wants the price, then negotiate a lower rent. If they want the rent, negotiate a lower option price. If they say, no, I can't do five years, I'm only going to do three, you say, all right, I can give you three years if you give me lower option price or a lower monthly payment. Does that make sense? All right. Yeah. Um, we're doing okay with time. I'm going to, I have some example deals here. Um, let's run through these real quick because this is going to, I can't make it a little clearer for you. Let's say this house is worth 175 grand. The seller wants 160, they owe 140. So based on what it's worth and what the seller wants, is there much equity in that? No. And if we make a cash offer, it's probably going to be less than what they owe. The seller needs, but they're open to do a lease option, all right? The seller needs $1,050 in rent. Why? Because that covers their mortgage payment. They're a motivated seller. The property will rent for $1,400 a month, which means there's a cash flow of about $350. And the seller's willing to lease option for three years. So what do you do? This is a great sandwich lease option deal. This isn't necessarily a deal that we just want to assign and be done with and get out of. This is a good sandwich lease option. So they owe $140. Let's give them an option price to buy it for 140 within five years. So they're still going to have some equity, okay? The house is worth 175 today. What if we sold it for 185 in two years to a tenant buyer? 185 minus 140, that's a spread of $45,000. And we're getting $350 a month in cash flow. So our profit on this deal is going to be $50,000, $60,000. All right, now we don't have time to kind of, you know what? Let's do that real quick on this one. Let's do that here. So the house is worth, remember the spreadsheet we just did? Uh, where did, no, I, I lost it. Hold on a second here. I'm going to open the spreadsheet because I think this will help you. All right, remember this spreadsheet right here. The house is worth 175. The seller wants, oh, one, well, I already did it. This is, <laughs> these numbers are the exact same numbers for my example in this mind map. I, did, I didn't plan that. Oh, shoot, hold on here. Can't move things around. Here we go. I gotta zoom out a little bit here. So you see what I did here? The house is worth 175. Needs a little bit of money in repairs. As his value is 165, but I'm I'm gonna make the offer to the seller for 140. Their payment is 1050 a month. All right. So the profit on this deal, my cash flow is 350. Is that right? Yes. Back end profit, the difference between those two. Yeah, there we go. 
So conservatively, conservatively, I'll make 36 grand on that example deal. All right, let's look at this next example deal here. And you guys tell me what you think we should do with this. The realtor brings you a deal. They want a full 6% commission. The realtor says, I think I might have a good lease option candidate for you here. All right. The house is worth 250,000. The seller needs 230,000. I don't know why. Maybe that's what they owe. The seller needs 1450 a month in rent. Property will rent for 1700 a month. The seller is willing to lease option it for 18 months. Will this be a good sandwich lease option deal? What do you guys think? Type it in the comments. Would this be a good sandwich lease option deal? And if not, why not? You might be able to go a bit more, Joe, with it. One more uh, zoom in if you can. Is it really that small? I don't think so, but it's come up twice. It's a good. Mm. All right. I think Michael's got it here. No, it's not going to be a good sandwich lease option deal. Why? The seller only wants to do it for 18 months. That's not enough time. Remember our minimum criteria? Five years. All right. But you, you, all your comments are real good. Now, somebody says here, maybe flip the deal. I forget who said that. Facebook user. Okay. Maybe flip the deal. Yeah. This would be a good wholesaling lease option deal. But you know what? Is there anything else we would need to make this work? Well, maybe we, we, we obviously need a longer term. We could get the seller to pay the agent commissions. We could negotiate. All right, well, we can do 18 months, but we want more equity in the deal. We want some rent credits. So these are other things that you can negotiate with the seller. Get the seller to pay the agent commissions. I like that a lot. You should always negotiate that with sellers on creative deals. All right, example three. This is real simple here. The house is worth 145. The seller owes 140. The rent, the property rents for about 1200. The seller's payments are 1100. Seller doesn't care how long you lease option it. I had one of these deals once when one of our workshops, we called the seller up. She said, I don't care how long we lease option it. So what kind of deal would this be? What kind of lease option deal would this be? Could you make a cash offer on this, by the way? The house is worth 145. They owe 140. What kind of lease option deal is this? Type sandwich or assignment. Yep. Or wholesale. I think Danilu got it. Now, somebody says here, the time is right. Somebody says this would be a good subject to deal. I don't like this even as a subject to deal. No, I know some, okay. Uh, <laughs> this is, some people would say this is a good subject to deal and I strongly disagree. Now, why would they say that? They say, look, you can hold this thing for 30 years, mm-hmm. 20 years, and then you're going to get all equity. that principal pay down, right? But what's going to happen when something goes wrong? You're only getting $100 a month in cash flow, right? And that, and that house, when it goes vacant, and you maybe don't do a sandwich lease option on it, you just do a rental on it because you want to hold it for 30 years, 20 years, uh, you're going to have to make a $1,100 payment. And how many months can you do that? It sucks. When you have to make a payment on a vacant house, on a house that you took over payments on, you took over the mortgage, and you have to make a mortgage payment on a vacant house you're not getting money from, any tenant because nobody's living in it. And if you don't make that payment, that seller who still has a mortgage in their name is going to get a 30-day late on their credit. And you're going to ruin their credit and they won't be able to get a mortgage for another three, four, five years because of that 30-day late on a mortgage. You understand? So it is absolutely critical. You make this payment every single month. And this is what took me down back in 2008 and nine. I had three, at any one time, I had 15 homes or whatever. At any one time, I had at least two homes that were vacant because the market was just going crazy. And I had to eat a thousand here, a thousand there, 2000 a month, right? And it was just killing me. So this is not a good subject to deal. I don't think you should do this. I think you should do this as a wholesaling lease option deal. All right. Yeah. Give the seller a lease option for 140,000 a month, uh, $1,100 a month rent for two years, $100 down. So you have to have consideration and then just sell that contract to a tenant buyer for a three to $5,000 assignment fee. Now, Sharon is saying, well, you could still get, somebody here is saying, Sharon, you can get $20,000 down. I don't know. 
if you can. <clears throat> you, you could do a subject to wrap around mortgage, but that's a whole nother thing, and I don't I don't recommend doing that. Yeah. I mean, you're not if in an ideal if you're gonna do a lease option on this, you're not gonna get twenty thousand down on a lease option for a hundred and forty thousand dollar house. Not many people that are trying to qualify that can't buy a house for hundred and forty five thousand dollars have got twenty thousand sitting in the bank but can't qualify. Normally they're gonna be probably putting it into a more expensive house as a rule of thumb. Um, so you're not normally going to get that down. You're going to be looking probably at five, seven thousand, eight. Yep. All right. So um, again, some people would say do this. I, I, I just don't feel comfortable doing subject to and staying in the middle of this. You're, you're, you're not, you make your profit when you buy. You're counting on future appreciation. You're counting on everything that goes right. And once you have a couple, three months of things going not right, it's going to crush you. Yeah. And you're going to wish you listened to me. Um, okay, so if you have the mind map, we're not going to cover this now, but there's always more profit. We can cover this real quick. There are two ways you can find extra profit in every deal that you do. Amortization or loan pay down and equity splits where you can partner with the seller. This is interesting. I learned a lot of this from Todd Toback, one of my original guys I learned this from. Um, all right, so I, I'm not going to talk about this because it's going to take a little too long. But you can always negotiate on these deals. Um, uh, you get the you get the pay down on the loan, basically, is what this is. And you can also split equity. You can partner with the seller. And this is a um, very interesting concept. I have a lot of notes in here. You can read these if you have the mind map. But what this basically is is like the seller is not not super motivated. You know, they're just kind of like, yeah, I want to sell it, but I might be open to it. They're not willing to negotiate on their price much, their rent. You know. But you sell them this. Listen, I don't know if this will work, but what if we partner on this deal? Okay. If you're doing a lease option, we can partner on it. You just enter in, just like with another investor, you enter into a JV agreement with the seller. Mm -hmm. You tell the seller, um, let's just, I'll do all the work. We'll do the lease option. Okay. And we'll just split everything 50 50. You get half of the cash flow, half of the, um, the thing. And when you do that with the seller, they're going to be more now, they're going to now be more negotiable to lower their price or lower their rent. Okay. But you manage mm -hmm. it, you take care of everything and you just split it with the deal. You partner with the seller on the deal. And so if you look at this mind map here, I've got a lot, I got a really uh, good thing in here that kind of explains that and gives you an example. But those are two powerful ways you can negotiate extra profit in these deals. All right. How are we doing? I want to jump to owner financing. It won't uh, take as long, but. Yeah, I think we just want to, I don't know if people need this, but try and just, let's just simplify a couple of things real quick. So you've got two lease options, guys. One is an assignment lease option and a sandwich lease option, okay? Um, in the sandwich lease option, that's where you're going to make your cash now, your cash flow, and your cash later, okay? So you're going to get paid three times in a sandwich lease option, and you're looking for 15% or better equity as a rule of thumb. So always be thinking about that. Then if you don't have any equity, it's going to be more leaning towards an assignment lease option. And if you always remember... If there's anything that you remember is whatever your sales price is with the seller, it needs to be more when you look for the buyer. And that's how you're going to make money on the front. You have to always remember to add. Never advertise the property for the amount that you have with the seller. Always remember to put the money on top, which is three to five percent in that range. OK, or five to ten thousand in that range on top of the sale price with the seller on an assignment. So hopefully that helps. All right. Some people are saying I can't find the mind map. If you are a VIP member, send an email to support at joemccall.com. We have people yeah. right now in the support ticket desk looking for your emails. They will respond within minutes. Send an email to support at joemccall.com. 
Don't write in the comments of Facebook or YouTube anymore that you don't have your stuff. If you bought it, it was already emailed to you. Send an email to support at joemccall.com and we will send it to you. We'll answer within minutes. Yeah. And you should also just check spam, guys, just in case. Check spam. Dana is on right now. She's going to monitor the help desk tickets. We have virtual assistants on the help desk right now looking for your support tickets. Send an email to support at joemccall.com. And she just said, yes, we can help. Dana, right. 